Welcome to the latest episode of the Gospel Podcasts. These recordings are published weekly by the Christians that assemble at the Hospital Hill Gospel Hall in Dunfermline, Scotland. Be assured you are in our prayers and we know that God will bless you for listening. Further information is provided at the end of this short podcast. I now pass you over to the latest message recently recorded at the Gospel Hall. Thank you. I would just like to reiterate the word of welcome that our brother Nigel has just given us. I appreciate that it is a holiday time of year here and that uh, there's many people here that could have been in a completely different place to sitting in a gospel meeting this evening. But I'm very grateful to you and for being here and for us that have come over from home. I think we would just like to give a word of uh, thanks for the, the fellowship and the hospitality shown to us from the saints here in Hospital Hill. Um, just for a few minutes, I would like to tell um, how the, the Lord um, reached and saved my precious soul. And just, uh, I'd like to take two short readings, well known probably to most people here. The first found in the Acts in chapter 16, um, a very well known portion of scripture. If you have a Bible, you can turn with me, and if not, I'll try to read as clearly as I can. Um, verse number 26, and it suddenly. There was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and every one's bands were loosed. The keeper of the prison, prison awaking out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword, and would have killed himself, supposing the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried out with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. And he cried, cried called for a light, and sprang in, and trembling, fell down before Paul and Silas, and brought them out, and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. I'd just like to read verse 31 again. And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. And one single verse in the Epistle to the Romans, and chapter 10. And verse 9, if, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So, um, as many, well, probably don't know, um, I'm Jordan Parks. I had the privilege, a massive privilege it was, of being born into a Christian home um, on the 19th of March 2004. Um, I say that as a privilege. I'm Probably didn't count it a privilege um, for many years. I maybe would have called it as much of a hindrance. But I'm thankful to God um, for the circumstances that I was born into. Both my parents saved, as I said. And both grandparents saved on both sides of the family. Um, it was a, a great, great blessing to me. And I will be ever be grateful for it. Um, growing up as a child... Um, you could say that my time was mostly taken up with three things. Um, either I was out in the farm, I was out in the passenger seat of a lorry with my father, or I was sitting in a classroom in school. You can probably guess which of the three would have been my least favourite. But um, apart from that, you could also say that a large uh, a part of my time would have been spent in the Gospel Hall and in Thomas Street, Dungannon. I am very, very grateful to my parents. 
Um, I can never remember the first time I sat in a gospel meeting, a Sunday school class or a children's meeting. And I also I can never remember it ever being an option, uh, not going. I'm um, very, very grateful to faithful, um, godly parents who I can remember sitting off in, on the knee of my parents, quoting verses of scripture, which I'll never ever um, forget. I can remember singing choruses and quoting verses of scripture that right up until the day of my salvation um, stood with me and um, I can remember uh, which I'll get to in a few minutes, sitting in my bedroom, reading and uh, reading verses of scripture, both that we would have sung in courses and learnt um, faithfully by very, very faithful Sunday school and uh, teachers that um, from my earliest age, as I said, sat and taught me the word of God from my earliest days. Um, one thing now, as I look back, probably I very, very foolish of me, I can remember sitting in children's meetings and Sunday school classes and if um, a question had been asked, how can a soul be saved? I can very foolishly say that my hand probably would have been the first one up. I can have said and told everyone that they needed to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and if so, they would have been heaven for all eternity. But I never ever took it in for myself until later on in life, which I can say, as I said, it was very foolish of me. Um, to put it off, put the matter off for as long as I did. Um, another part of that would have been um, both my grandfather and my father would have organised preachers for the gospel meeting and I remember as a child being sent home with the preachers um, so that I could show them the way back to our house but I know now that it wasn't um, to show them the way back to the house it was so that the preacher could have had a word with me and asked um, I can remember being asked on many occasions by someone who I um, had no no other interactions with asking me if my soul was saved and if I was ready to be in heaven for eternity I can uh, faithfully say I'm very grateful to the family I grew up in to the gospel hall back at home it was it was very um, very much a privilege but on that point I would just like to say too that if you haven't grew up um, in a situation that I did if you have no connections to any gospel meeting or anything like that that it doesn't benefit it doesn't um add any speciality to us in any way it um it doesn't doesn't matter at all it's for who, uh, whosoever the gospel is for you don't need any back special background and um, i know i did but there's many other people in our world today and will will and are will will and are in heaven that had no other interactions with the gospel i you can then remember in my t well, I can remember many an occasion where I would I can wanted my soul to be saved, but I'm gonna just uh, mention four of them this evening. Um, four specific times that I can remember, um, as it were, God speaking to me. One of them probably wasn't a specific time. It was I remember many many times um, the thought of eternity coming into my head. It it really really it really shook my soul. Um, to think of something that could go on forever and ever. I used to think in my childish mind of the biggest number I could think of in my head, whether it be in a million or a trillion or anything like that. I would think of that in years and then realise that in the light of eternity it was just the blink of an eye. It, it terrified my soul to think that me in my unsaved state would be in hell and eventually take a fire for all, for all eternity. I then remember a second time we were coming home 
um, from the gospel meeting back home and me and my were sitting in the back of the car and the last hymn that was given out in that meeting was number 743 in our hymn book back home it was when the roll is called up yonder and I can remember sitting in the back of the car humming a tune to that hymn and my father asking me, he says Jordan do you know what that means? He said, I said, yes I did. He says, well as long as you know what it means, he says, for fear to be called home back up to heaven, you need your soul to be saved. And I remember sitting in the back of that car that evening and I knew, I knew what dad was saying. I knew that if I were to be saved for eternity, I need God's great salvation. But soon the thoughts left me, um, whether that be probably something to do back with a home, the farm or out in the lorries, the thought soon left me and that leads me to a point a point I'd like to make that is um distractions. I that would have been a massive distraction for me in my life. Um probably not a distraction for many people here, but um distractions that could take you away um from the gospel, distract your mind from your soul salvation that um distractions are an awful thing but um I ask anyone saved in the meeting this evening to get past any distractions that you may have and get to the cross of Christ and see there where he was crucified there for every single soul salvation on, or on that has been and there will be um, living on our earth. Um, I then remember other times, um, obviously with dad working in the lorry and whatever that else, he worked awful, he would have worked late hours and we would have been at home with mum most of the time and I remember going to bed and uh, you would have been lying in bed and if you heard, obviously when you heard noise downstairs and your mum was doing something, she always would have been figuring at something and any time that the house would have went silent I would have shouted out from bed uh, calling for mum. I remember doing this right up until my soul salvation because once I heard silence I would have panicked thinking that the house was empty and that I would have been left, um, left behind for the great eternity, but once I heard mum asking what was wrong, I would have made up a question and I said, oh, where's dad, or what time's dad going to be home, just to cover up the fact um, that I knew that someone was home and that the Lord hadn't come, but once again, that was awful foolish of me. I remember doing that many a night, um, and just once again, you, you think that um, how foolish it was that you had, you were so, so um, terrified um, of the fact of, Losing your soul for all eternity, but the, the thoughts just uh, soon left you once you fell asleep and woke up the next morning. Um, the thoughts were as far away as they ever was. But we then come to the, the 3rd of January um, 2015. Um, I was out working on the farm doing bits and pieces. And I remember my father taking off a load of straw in our yard on the trailer. And once the job was done, I was sent to go and sweep up after I remember um, I was finished tidying up or whatever and went to go and see what else needed to be done and I couldn't find anyone anywhere. Um, I remember walking up the length and down of our yard, um, terrified, I can safely say it was the most scared I've ever been in all my life. Um, at one point I remember the tears, tears rolling down my face because I knew that my dad, my uncle and my granddad who were there that day um, were all saved and I knew Whenever I couldn't find them, I genuinely thought that was it. I thought I had been left behind for the great, the great eternity. But I then remember a man coming into our yard who would have done bits and pieces for us, um, who would have had no connections with the gospel. And I knew 
Um, most likely he wasn't saved and once he came into the yard I made up a story or something that I'd obviously I'd done what I needed to do and uh, would he give dad or someone a ring to see where they were to see what else needed to be done and I remember he rung my uncle at home first um, and the call the call went to the answer machine and I, I genuinely thought that was it he then rung my father um, and the same thing happened the phone went to the answer machine and I I never let on um, I tried tried to keep a brave face he probably what was wondering what was what was going on with me why was I panicking so much but he had no idea the terrified soul that I was um, panicking there thinking that I had been left behind but I then remember that one of the two of them had rung back looking to what was wrong and he said they were down the far end of the yard or somewhere doing something and that was fair enough but I remember the rest of that day terrified um, of my soul thinking I had been left behind but um, I that day went and gone the next day went and gone and I still was I still had thoughts of my soul and knew knew that I needed to be saved and the, on the 5th of January I think it was a Monday um, me and my sister went to the children's meeting that we had in the hall and I came home and I said to my mum, I said, Mum, I need to be saved. Um, that evening again, Dad wasn't home. He was going to be home later on that evening. She says, Jordan, she read verses with me. And I knew, I knew the verses, all that she was reading. And I knew, I knew um, the courses and stuff that she was quoting with me. She says, Jordan, um, wait till your father comes home. She says, don't go to sleep until your dad comes home. And I did that and I waited and Dad come home and read verses with me. And uh, quoted courses with me as well. And... I just, I, I don't know what it was, as if I was blinded, I couldn't see it. And then I went to Romans 10 verse 9, where we read there this evening, and I said, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And there in that moment, I knew that if I pro professed the Lord and Saviour as my Lord, and put my faith and trust in him, that I would be saved. And there in that moment, up in my room, I put my faith and trust in Christ, him for for time on earth and for eternity and I'm very entirely grateful um, to him for saving my precious soul but just there in Acts chapter 16 that passage I read I would like to draw a few similarities um, from that passage um, five words beginning with S I would like to first think firstly of the situation that we were in the situation of the keeper the situation of myself and then finally the situation of you, if you're unsaved in this meeting this evening, we were all born into this world sinners, um, not fit for God's great eternity, fit for hell and for the lake of fire for all eternity. But um, my second word is the the stirring that the keeper had, the stirring that I had, and the stirring that hopefully you will have too um, for the for the Philippi or for the the jailer. It was for the keeper. It was. The earthquake there that shook the prison. For me, it was the idea of being left um, on the wrong side of a great fixed gulf for all eternity. And I ask you, sitting in our meeting this evening, what's it going to take for you to realise you need your soul's salvation? Is it going to take the loss of a loved one? Is it going to take the coming close to death? But I just, um, on that point, you know, not everyone gets. A long life, um, children may think 
that they've got all their life ahead of them, but no, they say, they think of in James where it says that life is but a vapour. Um, we're only here for a short time, and I, I, I urge with any unsaved in our meeting here this evening that you will put your faith and trust in Christ for all eternity. A third word is the seriousness that the keeper realised. He said in verse 30, what must I do to be saved? He said it was a must. It was no maybes or buts in it. He knew he had to. He knew he had to be saved. Um, the seriousness of it, as I said, that um, gripped my soul, was the idea of a lost eternity. And I ask you this evening: Do you realise the seriousness of the message of the gospel? If you do not repent of your sins for you know, on the, your time on earth. That you will be lost for all eternity. And I don't say that to scare anyone in our meeting this evening. I say that um, as I faithfully try to tell you that it's, it's real this friend this evening. It's, it's, it's real that if um, we need all need to be saved. We think then too of the solution um, that the keeper had. He read, as I read in verse 31, I read it twice. He said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And um, for me and for you and for anyone across our globe this evening, it's all the same. The message is the same. Um, it has been and it will be for the, as long as we are on earth and as long as there's mankind on earth, the message will be the same. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. I finally then want to come to my last word, uh, the security that the keeper has, and that I have, and that hopefully you will have too. It says in the end of verse 31, and it says in Romans 10 verse 9 as well, the verse I read, it says, Thou shalt be saved. There's no, you might be saved. There's a possibility you could be saved. Thou shalt be saved. It's a definite, definite um, result of your soul salvation. That You will definitely, if you put your faith and trust in Christ, that you will um, be in heaven for all eternity. Um, and will will um, not see hell for eternity. I just would like to thank everyone for listening to me here this evening. Thank you once again for taking the time to listen to this, the latest episode in the Gospel Podcast series. We trust that God will bless you for listening. And if you've not already done so, that you would take this opportunity to put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for the eternal salvation of your precious soul. If you would like further information, or indeed a free personal copy of God's Word, the Bible, you're welcome to contact us. Full contact details can be found on our website, www.hospitalhillgospelhall.org. May God bless you, and goodbye for now.